For folks who want to be front and center with their audience and constantly connected, social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook are a dream come true. But what about those of us who prefer a more laid back, set it and forget it kind of strategy? Is there a place for us in the online marketing space? Pinterest strategist Megan Williamson believes that Pinterest is the perfect platform for introverted service providers who want to have more flexibility with their work instead of the constant accessibility that is required with Instagram and Facebook. With Pinterest marketing on the rise, offering it as a service could be your ticket to higher quality clients and a less intense way of working. In this episode, Megan is sharing how virtual assistants can add Pinterest services to their business so they can earn more and stress less. Tune in if you want to hear how to get started, how much to charge, and the many types of offers you can create as a Pinterest pro. You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome into the Support Squad podcast. I'm super excited about today's episode. You guys know I love Pinterest. Um, And since, you know, we've been talking a lot about podcasting and podcast management, I just want to share that um, Pinterest and podcasting go together like peanut butter and jelly. Like they're the perfect complementary services because um, really I found that with my own podcast and with clients' podcasts that I've managed, um, Pinterest marketing is one of the best ways to get the new eyes on your content, um, to really get the most out of your podcast content. So um, it's just one of the things I talk about inside of Podcast Magic, my podcasting course that you guys know I've released um, in the last couple of weeks. And I wanted to go ahead and share that if you've been thinking about joining Podcast Magic, but it just feels a little um, out of reach right now, I wanted to share that this week I added a new extended payment plan. Um, I've had a lot of folks asking for this and I'm happy to provide it because I know, you know, sometimes it can be hard to come up with a huge chunk of change at the beginning of your service-based business and having an extended payment plan can really help folks. So you can join Podcast Magic now for um, just to, to get started for as little as $50. So that extended payment plan brings the payments down to just $50. So if that makes it a little more accessible, to you, head over to the support squad.com slash podcast magic. That's the support squad.com slash podcast magic to get enrolled today. Um, because yeah, where um, the introductory pricing and the extended payment plan are going to be expiring on November 17th, so you'll need to act fast. Um, and with that out of the way, I want to go ahead and dive into today's episode. And first, of course, I want to introduce you to my amazing guest today. Um, so Megan Williamson is a Pinterest strategist, niche marketing expert, and OG pinner. She helps overwhelmed and confused business owners learn how to grow their audience with Pinterest. 
Pinterest. After running a successful Pinterest management and strategy business for over five years, Megan began sharing her secrets to scaling to over six figures in less than 18 months with aspiring or scaling Pinterest managers. So if you've been interested in in Pinterest management, you're just going to love today's episode because Megan, like I said, is the OG. So let's dive into my conversation with Megan. Hey, Megan, welcome to the support squad. (laughs) Hey, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I am thrilled to have you here. You're here to talk about one of my all-time favorite subjects, Pinterest. Uh, I can't even imagine my business without Pinterest. And so it's one of my favorite things to chat about. That is like, I love hearing that. So few people say that to me. Oh, really? Yes. No, Pinterest is one of my absolute favorite things. So I'm really excited to talk to you today. And before we get jumping into Pinterest, I'd love to know just more about you since we're kind of meeting for the first time. (laughs) Can you tell me a little bit about you, your business, your family? I mean, anything about your journey in the online space. Yeah. I feel like this is like a choose your own adventure. So (laughs) I actually was just looking at my bio uh, yesterday because I did a presentation for a summit. So I actually, Uh, it's quite surprising to people that I actually have a background in school and child psychology. So I was destined to become a psychologist here in Canada. And um, actually, I did a stint where I lived in Europe for a little while, and I couldn't get a job in my chosen profession. And at that time, I discovered blogging and sort of, um, Mm -hmm. I'd always been somebody who read a lot of blogs, spent time online, but had never envisioned myself working online. Um, But out of necessity, I actually became, although I at the time we didn't call it this, but I became a VA for a woman in the U S. So I was living in um, Belfast, Northern Ireland. I worked for some, a woman first in the U S and a few others. And I started learning about how I could make money online. And I started blogging as something to do. I taught myself how to create a WordPress website. And from there, it was sort of like my life started changing quite a bit. I came back to Canada. I actually, um, and got out of one relationship, met my now husband, um, had my son, my first child in 2016. And when I was on maternity leave with my son, I started getting a lot of people. It was even before that, but people started asking me a lot about Pinterest and how I grew my own Pinterest account as a blogger uh, and had total imposter syndrome. And so I made it my job basically to learn how to help other people grow their businesses and their blogs using Pinterest. And honestly, it's literally like the rest is history. I now have two beautiful, healthy children. My husband and I, um, you know, we live in Toronto, but we have a cottage up North and we travel there and work from there. We have a beautiful rescue dog. um, And yeah, so we, we work in the online space now and I've left my, my previous work in psychology, but I actually bring a lot to the work that I do now. So that's a little bit about, you know, if I was going to sum it up, that's like the best, like what, where, where, and how I got here today. That is an incredible journey that like spans seas and oceans. And I love <laughs> and the better half, like 15 years, probably. I just summed up 15 years of my life. Wow. It's so, it can be so funny to do that. Cause you're like, wow, what, what a ride I've been on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> well, I love hearing that. And I, I just always love hearing people's kind of founder stories and starting stories because we just realize that there always is like this moment where things just click. And for you, it was like finding Pinterest right? And realizing you can help people with that. And that moment is so interesting. And I know so many virtual assistants are kind of searching for what that thing is going to be for them. And I know a lot of people are drawn to Pinterest. So for you, you know, Pinterest was 
your thing, how, how do you, um, or what, what kind what other kinds of people do you see as being a good fit for being Pinterest management or going into that realm? Yeah. So I love that question because I think as time has gone on, I have found that I have more and more, especially women. I, I do have a few men as well, but people approaching me, asking me about working in the Pinterest management space. And I think as we've seen this explosion. So when I started, it was sort of like website first, then you learn social media for marketing your blog or your business. But now what we're finding is people often create their social media presence mm-hmm. before they even have their website. Um, and so the demand for Pinterest managers has absolutely exploded over the last five years. And just to give some context, so I used to run my own Pinterest management agency. So I represented over 40 clients. I ran 40. Wow. I had a small team. I managed um, 40 accounts. I consulted with big brands and their in-house Pinterest, like their in-house marketing teams and help them really develop a strategy and really a social media management plan. So from that, I gained a lot of experience about you know, how to manage Pinterest accounts starting at zero. And through that, a lot of people would come to me and jump into my DMs and say, Megan, like, I want to start doing this. How do I do it? How did you do it? And it was sort of like by accident that I fell into it. Um, and so I love teaching others how to how to do that. And I think that there's a huge opportunity when it comes to social media management, but in particular, niching down. I think we've all heard that in the online space where, you know, (laughs) nobody wants somebody who's like 10% good at 20 different things. And so I really encourage people that if they're interested in Pinterest, that Pinterest does offer something that's quite different, I find, than the other social media platforms. So Mm -hmm. although it's becoming more, there is more sort of like engagement and it's becoming more social, it really is the perfect thing for a busy person or someone who maybe is Um, has small children. I know that I started my management business literally when my son wasn't sleeping, when I knew I could work at nine o'clock at night, nine in the morning, like it didn't, I didn't have to show up to meetings. And it was really flexible to that, like chaotic first year of, um, of being a new mom. So it was Mm -hmm. literally like perfect for me that I could work on the road. I could work if we went on a family vacation. And I really love that because I went from a job where I couldn't take vacation nine months of the year because I worked in a school board. So as a school board employee, it's like, no, you get March spring break and Christmas break. And that's it. You don't, you can't take any other holiday. <laughs> so for me as a young mom, it was really great because it was super flexible. So I find that if people are seeking something super flexible, something that could be scheduled anytime, you know, you don't have to be like on your phone at two o'clock at the optimal time to put out an Instagram post, you can schedule out your content for Pinterest. Um, I find that it is just such a good fit too, for people who are maybe more introverted. So, um, that, myself. I am very extroverted, but when I don't want to talk to people, I don't want to talk to people. Mm -hmm. So Pinterest has been this perfect as a social platform that is more actually like a search engine. It's really beautiful because you can help business owners who are really looking to get their content in front of more people. They often are already on Instagram and it's not so active. Like, I feel like there's this funny thing about Instagram or Facebook communities. Like you really have to be on and checking them all the time. I know I did social media, like I did Instagram and Facebook management for a company I worked for. I flirted with it and I found it (laughs) exhausting, right? Like I would build for 20 hours, but it was like every day I had Uh to be in the group monitoring comments, um, doing Mm -hmm. moderation on Instagram. I'd be answering DMS. And again, like, I don't want my kid constantly seeing me on my phone. 
So right. for me, Pinterest is just so wonderful because there is an element of set it and forget it where you can help clients grow their marketing efforts, grow their audience and really get more strategic. And it's awesome for people. I know I just went on a total rant there, no, but it's awesome, yeah, right it's there awesome for people who really um, want to learn more about overall business operations, because I feel mm-hmm. like with Pinterest, it's really important that you understand their content. You learn a little bit about graphic design. You learn about keyword richness. Like there's all these other elements. Like I now have become like, I have expertise in content marketing, advertising, sales funnels, um, graphic right. design. I've become like, you know, I wouldn't say I'm an expert in those things, but I now know a lot of them about a lot about them because of Pinterest. And I'm very thankful for that because it's aided me in so many different ways. Yeah. It is so cool when we can learn the ins and outs of something that also shows us all of these other capabilities and all of these other things we can do. And I do know like with Pinterest, I can see what you're saying about learning all of these different things. Cause you have to think about like keywords or like what kind of headlines are standing out to people. What are those graphic trends that are making people click through? Like how can certain pins help people grow their email list, all of those different things. So that's exactly. so cool that you're able to, to integrate all of that. And that's, that's something I love about, about Pinterest as well. And I definitely connect with you talking about having more of a set it and forget it thing than something we need to be in all of the time. Um, that's something I talk to a lot, of, like with a lot of virtual assistants, who, especially our moms who are looking for that niche down thing. It's like, what is that thing you can do where you can do it kind of at any time of the day when you yeah. don't have to be as on call for your, for your clients? Because um, I know a lot of VAs, we start out kind of more admin and we're in email or social media or all of those things all day. And it's so great to hear about options that, that do allow us a little more flexibility. So, yeah. oh, And I think that really, like when you think about flexibility, like something can seem flexible. Like I I thought doing other social media management would be fairly flexible. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is not flexible at all. Because also a client, like the way that Pinterest works is it's a slow burn. So it tends to attract clients who are really invested in quality over quantity and you're not getting those messages at 7 a.m. Oh my God, this needs to go out at eight. And like, you're, you're at like a family brunch and you're like, (laughs) oh, hold on. Like you're that person at a wedding who's like, hold on. I just have to check a post that went out. There's a typo, you Uh know, like I think the way Pinterest is, it's more forgiving. It's more flexible. It attracts clients who are just that much more invested in their content. And they tend to understand that it's not an overnight thing. So you, you, you don't get these like sort of impulsive people who are very demanding (laughs) and don't respect boundaries. Right. Like as an online business owner, like as a virtual assistant, sometimes people can be like, you know, they're very like, they want you to drop everything and I need this done yesterday or it's Friday at four o'clock and you're about to head out to meet friends and you get a message that's like, oh, I'm going to do a giveaway in the morning. Okay. What? No, we can't just do a giveaway. <laughs> that's like my nightmare. That's oh, my nightmare email. Right <laughs> I know. I, um, so I, I ended up niching down to, to, to podcast management and it was a similar kind of thing where we could be a little more strategic and, and structured about things. Um, mm. and, but, but I remember that was always my nightmare too. Of just like, we need this tomorrow. It's like, that's, that's not the way to run. And you do mm. notice when you niche down to these more specific and more, um, more kind of robust platforms or different kinds of specialties that it does attract that different level of client. Like Pinterest yeah. is going to attract someone that's at a different stage of their business who like values different things and, and, and that sort of thing. So I love, love that insight. 
So, um, so for those folks that are hearing this, I'm like, oh, I'm lighting up. I like, this sounds like something I could do. Um, so one thing that stood out to me, you said you had, um, you were serving like 40 clients at one time and my brain was like, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm just wondering, so in, in, if you're managing 40 accounts or let's just say you're managing one account, how, Mm. how long, how much time in a month does it take to like manage a Pinterest account? Like what is that time, time commitment look like? So typically there's like two different things that, uh, that people are seeking. Sometimes they're looking for their accounts to get set up. So I always treat that as a separate service because setting Mm -hmm. up an account is like labor intensive and takes more time. I learned this the hard way that I started with a client account right when my baby was like five months old, I had just launched my website. I snagged a huge client and I thought, well, it should only take me 10 hours. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Sure. It took me 40 hours. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. So I had like a five month old baby. My husband was still working. I had just launched my business. So I learned the hard way to track my time on average, <laughs> setting up an account. It depends if you're starting up fresh or optimizing, but I treat that as a separate task that can take, depending on your speed and your ease with the platform can take 10 to 20 hours. I would say like, I, I can do it in 10, but people who are, and I like to be realistic because some people are very like, you know, you just are more careful with your first mm-hmm. one or two. And you're also like, is that right? Is it right? You wish you had something right. that could look at it. So I would say budget between 10 and 15 hours, but for regular Pinterest management month to month, if you are very comfortable with doing, um, keyword optimization, um, creating graphics, scheduling out their content and optimizing it. It should take between, I used to say 10 hours, but now there's a new feature on Pinterest called idea pins and they can be a little bit more intensive in time. So I always, I let people know that they should, again, depending on access to video and how they feel comfortable adding titles and stuff to add an extra few hours. So I would say 10 to 12 hours a month is where people should be, what they should be aiming for. Now it might in the beginning take more like 15 hours if you're again, double checking all your work, but that's, what's realistic. Awesome. And then, so thinking about that, it's like 10 or 12 hours per month. So that allows you to serve several different clients. Um, and then I know folks are always thinking like, if I'm going to niche down, I would hope that I'm going to earn more. Um, and so when it, when we think about how to charge us for Pinterest services, how do you recommend we go about doing that? How do we charge? Oh, this is a, this is a hot topic. I'm going <laughs> to say that I'm a bit of a rebel. I'm not going to name names, but there are other, there are people out there who mentor Pinterest managers and they recommend starting ridiculously low, like not even a living wage. And it really is upsetting to me. Um, yeah. I really do feel that, um, for whatever reason, like it's like Pinterest managers have always like our work. We tend the Pinterest marketing world tends to attract people who are very like, empathetic individuals. They'll work their butts off for you. They'll always like work extra hours and not bill the client, but they uh, add the vast majority undercharge, which drives mm-hmm. me absolutely mad. Like it's not even compensating you for your time in terms of a living wage. So I think that I always recommend to people that they're charging no less than $400 to start for basic management. Mm-hmm. And you can add like, you know, again, if you're creating idea pins for a client or helping them edit videos to create video pins, you need to, you know, set those rates depending on your ease. It's also something that I recommend to people that if you aren't comfortable with design to outsource it or have somebody, yeah. maybe the client creates those assets for you. 
Um, but I would say looking at starting at $400 and really that's what you, and for people who are looking to hire a VA, a Pinterest manager, I always say, think about it like in the sense that, yeah, sure. You could find somebody on Fiverr for a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. but think about what you're going to get for a hundred dollars. You're going to get like, right. you know, I'm the kind of person I'd rather buy one nice sweater that I really like. That's a hundred dollars than five that are, you know, 20 bucks or 10 bucks. And they end up falling apart after I wear them once. Like I'd rather own some thing for a long time. And I think that Pinterest is the same thing that, um, sometimes you can find people who are very, very inexpensive, but the quality of work is going to be, they just can't, you can't, you know, you, you're going to, you're going to pay what you get, what you pay for, which is not always a nice thing to say, but every time I meet a Pinterest manager, a Pinterest VA, I'm like, what do you charge? What do you charge? <laughs> increase your rates, increase your rates, right? <laughs> it brings everybody down, right? Uh-huh. And, Yeah. And it's a lot of work. And I find that we really, you know, there's certain things that are out of our control, like algorithm changes, but Pinterest managers are just like these like wonderful heart centered people (laughs) who really care. They do. I'm not saying that Instagram managers aren't like that or Facebook community managers aren't, but I just find that Pinterest really attracts people who uh, really care about their clients. Yeah. Well, I think part of that goes into what you're talking about before about Pinterest being kind of a slow burn of like, it takes a while. You got to invest the time in that strategy. And when you're, t- when you were talking about clients, you know, finding someone on Fiverr because it's cheaper, that terrifies me when you think about Pinterest because Pinterest content lives so long, you know, <laughs> we we've talked about it a couple of times on the podcast before, just like the lifespan of like Pinterest content and imagining like bad content going out over and over again for like years on end. That's terrible. (laughs) Broken pins, spelling Uh mistakes, no keyword richness. Well, and I just think that like, if you're investing in your business, um, even like, you know, work within your budget, then, you know, if you, if you can't afford somebody on a month to month basis, then hire somebody to help you construct a strategy, right? There's lots of Pinterest managers and Pinterest VAs who will do like a VIP day or a Mm -hmm. strategy session just to like steer you to, and, and, you know, do it, keep, keep control of it yourself in the meantime. But I think, um, you know, there's lots of ways that you can start, get, get going and then like, you know, create a budget. And if you can't Mm -hmm. afford to, you know, I, you know, that there's a trend right now that's like red flags and it's like, I have a budget of $250 and I want them to manage all social media channels, like red flag, red flag, red flag. Yes. Like what it's not reasonable, right? It's those same clients that become, nightmare clients that mm-hmm. keep you up at night and you just think why am I doing this yeah and if I can help one person avoid a client like that my job yeah. is done and the easiest way to do that is to raise your rates yes. <laughs> so that's like the easiest way to avoid those clients just raise the, your rates and and you kind of attract a different a different um tier of of people so I do, yeah, I totally agree with that I'm always saying the same thing to any VA or service provider immediately jack up your rates. Like it's time. They're they're never charging it. Well, it's because we're service-minded. You think service provider. um, Yeah. We're, we're all just, you know, wanting to do our best and serve people. um, And we realize as we go, go on our journey in our business, um, when we are well compensated and we have boundaries, we can serve people even better and even stronger. So absolutely. Well, and like those resources go back into creating a high quality product, right. Or a high quality service. I think that Mm -hmm. though there is so much, and I've gone on rants about this before. I think a lot of it is tied to that women don't feel valued for their work. 
they have imposter syndrome. They're like, who am I? I didn't go to school. Well, there is no school for Pinterest marketing. They don't even teach it in social media degrees. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like a lot of those people who are teaching those courses are self-taught and those like Mm -hmm. outdated mark um, advertising techniques don't really apply to what we see. Like you can be an amazing social media manager. And like, I, I have a degree in psychology, right? Like I, I never, I've never taken one like real college or university based course on graphic design, marketing, Mm -hmm. advertising. And I'm one of the top Pinterest marketing experts in the world. Like, you know, I'm I'm going to be, I'm going to be bold and just say that I am, but I worked really hard to educate myself and I'm constantly learning. And that's Mm -hmm. what like, I encourage any of your listeners that if you aren't charging enough, how you banish imposter syndrome and raise your rates with confidence is by educating yourself and making yourself be incredibly helpful and useful to your clients. And it's like, you just attract the the right people. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. So you touched on this a little bit. You talked a little bit about VIP days and things like that. Cause when we're talking about, cause you mentioned, you know, $400 a month for Pinterest management. And we know there's so many different ways of service providers to, to earn more and diversify our income. So can you speak a little bit to that? Like for yeah. a Pinterest manager strategist, how can you diversify I that? I love this. And I love, love, love when I meet new Pinterest managers or Pinterest VAs and they're taking on all the clients and they're exhausted. I'm like, okay, <laughs> right. Let's, let's talk about how to create sustainability and not burn out. Yes. So um, there's always like, I call them like a la carte offers. So like mm-hmm. one-off things. And so you can do things like offer to do keyword research for clients. Mm-hmm. You can obviously create a digital product. I think there's a huge demand, especially if you find that your prices are such that people respond. I can't afford you right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to say this happened to me. I ran my management business for two years. I would often have people say to me, Megan, I really want to work with you. It's on my, like, you know, my vision Vision board, board. I I can't, I can't afford you. (laughs) Do you have a course I could buy? And I can't believe that for two years, I would say no. And so I had no offer for people who wanted to learn with me or learn from me. Um, but I didn't have anything that was like lower priced. And that Mm -hmm. was like, I just look back and I don't, again, I don't want people to make that mistake that I did. So I would say like digital offers, anything that's repeatable in your business, or if you love, if there's an aspect of Pinterest management that you love, if you love doing keyword research, if you love the design aspect, Mm -hmm. if you love the optimization aspect. So those are great for VIP days, like setting up somebody's account in a weekend or Mm -hmm. doing a strategy session. So people often, especially business owners who are like not baby entrepreneurs, like further along in their business, they often are looking for strategic advice, but they want to have their own assistant and do do the actual execution. Mm -hmm. Or there's also a new wave of, I think, entrepreneurs and business owners who want to be empowered to not just outsource their management. So I find even I do this where, you know, I know a little bit about SEO to be dangerous, but not enough. So I got a a SEO strategy session for my business where an SEO expert, you know, sat down with me for an hour and gave me some guidance. And now I'm executing that with my team based on the recommendations that I received from her. So you can do the same with Pinterest. So like I said, uh, digital products like templates, 
um, you know, a course or a workshop where people can buy it and it's on evergreen and you just sell it, you know, wh- mm-hmm. when people aren't, especially if people want to work with you one-on-one, but they can't afford to, um, offering things where it's like one-time effort, like a strategy session, a VIP session, account setup, or doing keyword research. Cause again, people sometimes are like, you know, doing the keyword research would take me five hours, but you can do it in two because you're so good at it. Hey, monetize that, right? That's a great way to help somebody, anything that's going to save a client time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think those are wonderful ways to diversify your income um, as well as doing things like you could be a guest expert, right? Mm -hmm. There's like people who get paid. I I hire guest experts for my membership to come in and teach about video marketing, about SEO, about email marketing. So if you want to do, you know, paid guest speaking, you could do that. There's lots of opportunities to make money that don't involve the actual heavy lifting of Pinterest management. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you touched on something that I I'm always talking about with like my, the folks in my membership, the folks I coach is that, um, sometimes we will get those clients that are like, I can't afford you. And what I always mention to them too, is like, we want to have multiple points of entry for people Mm -hmm. and like be able to serve people at so many points of their journey. And I love that there's like so many ways like in with Pinterest to be able to do that in such a powerful way. So Thank you so much for sharing all those cool ideas. (laughs) Well, it's been so fun chatting with you. And I know anytime I mention Pinterest to any like new VA, they're like, Ooh, Pinterest. So I know, (laughs) I know everyone's going to want to get in touch with you because that's always what happens. Anytime we talk about Pinterest on the podcast, people want to know more. So what are the best ways for support squad listeners to get in touch with you, learn more from you and work from work with you? Yeah. So I have a few different ways. So I have a free uh, Facebook community called how to become a successful Pinterest VA. So that's um, a free community. And again, you can like, I just love it in the sense that people will help each other about rate cards or Mm -hmm. a difficult client, or has anyone else seen this? So you can join that for free on Facebook. Um, I also do have a program that I do run a coaching program, um, but that only opens up a few times a year. And um, I do share lots. I have an email list for general business owners, but I'm always sharing tips. What I find that is really useful for Pinterest managers is a way to keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening. Mm-hmm. So join my communities and join my email list. So if you just go to meganwilliamson.com, you can hop on my email list and I'm sharing tips that I get from Pinterest tips that I learn mm-hmm. in my own program. And I share for free all over my, with my email subscribers. I love that. Yeah. It's so important to like stay updated on like what's happening, especially because Pinterest uh, changes fairly often. Like things, things get updated on Pinterest fairly often. Yeah, so this year, important. 2021 has been a turbulent year and I'll tell you those idea actually, pins. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. They they're never going away from a, cli- from a client or service-based perspective. What I find too, is you'll have clients who are like, I heard this in a Facebook group. Uh-huh. And what I always say is there's a lot of garbage out there and uh-huh. just come and ask me, say like me, yes. you know, like I heard this in a Facebook group, my client read it. Um, what should, you know, what should I say to them? Mm-hmm. Or has anyone else experienced that? And I don't want people to feel alone. I think again, like when Pinterest managers were like a fairly new thing six or seven years ago. So we were all out on our own when something happened, it was like, 
there's nobody to ask. And now I want people to feel like there's a community and like, I really do celebrate community over competition. Mm -hmm. Um, if a client's not for you and goes with someone else from the community, you know, like that's how it was meant to be. And they'll send you referrals, right? That's how the world works. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you guys make sure to get in touch with Megan in all the places. I'll have all her links in the show notes. And Megan, one question I always like to ask my guests at the end is just what is one thing about you that's separate from your business? whether it's a hobby or just something that you love to do. Oh, so many things. I feel like as a mom, I'm like, all my interests have kind of been like there. I'm like, other than trying to get my children to sleep. It's like after we uncover all the kids stuff, it's like, get all that stuff out of the way. What is still there? That like lights there. Oh gosh. Well, listen, we love being outdoors. So I grew up camping in a a provincial park here in Canada. I've always loved canoeing and camping. And we now own a cabin in that same region. So we are hoping to sort of actually my son said the most beautiful thing to me last week he said you know mommy the trees make me feel good and I think that like as a so like as a person uh, I find that nature also makes me feel good so I love camping and hiking and Mm -hmm. all those things just being outdoors wildlife and now I'm I'm raising two little beings that are 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 the same that that I hope yeah mommy the trees make me feel good honestly it was like you know that's the most magical thing as a parent to share to share an interest like that that and I I love love coffee my husband and I are we're coffee snobs. We could talk about coffee all day. We, those those are two interests that we still have somehow. Nice. I know it's so hard as a mom and a business owner and all of that. I love the part about the trees and there's actually science behind that. You know, if you're, they say, if you're having like a panic attack or anxiety to literally like put your hands on a tree, cause it grounds you to the earth. Like there's, it's like magical stuff. So so listen, all my life, like I've, I've spent camping and sitting, I used to sit on this rock when I was a kid in the, in Algonquin park and it looked over the lake and it was like the most calming thing. Cause you can hear the wind and, mm-hmm. you know, little noises from the trees. I think it's the most magical, magical thing. And I'm, I'm hoping that next year we can do more of it. COVID and have being pregnant yeah. um, during COVID made it so oh that it wasn't gosh. quite as easy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. Well, here's to hoping you'll get to spend yeah. lots of time at the cottage. <laughs> and in nature and with your kids with the trees I love it so much well thank you Megan so so much for being here today and having this conversation I'm so excited to share you with all of the support squad thank you for having me I'm so um, I'm so honored that you trusted me with your audience (laughs) thank you so much Thanks so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes for this episode on thesupportsquad.com. If you liked today's episode, I'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Got questions or want to chat about what you heard today? Find me on Instagram at, at the Sharon Nissen and shoot me a DM. I'd love to chat with you. Talk soon.